Isaiah chapter 6, verses 8 through 13. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. And he said, Go and say to this people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull and their eyes, their ears heavy and their and blind their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their hearts and turn and be healed. Then I said, How long, O Lord? And he said, Until cities lie waste without inhabitant and houses without a people. And the land is a desolate waste, and the Lord removes people far away. And the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. And though a tenth remain in it, it will be burned again like a terebinth or an oak whose stump remains when it is felled. The holy seed is its stump. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Man, so after some cheery, cheery readings, here we are yeah. in Isaiah 6. Yep. You know, this is kind of a funny passage because um, verse 8 it, it feels very missions conferency, and like you, <laughs> yeah. you kind of like hear this a lot. Like, here I am, you know, here I am. Send me, um, and then we totally like, leave out nine through yeah, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, and it's like <laughs> go, you know, basically right. uh, tell these people to harden their hearts, and yeah, um, and then they're gonna get cut down. So mm. it's really heavy, and you know, this is just one of those interesting places where the Bible's not like a flat book where God is like this flat static character. It's very easy to understand. Yeah. Um, but though he is constant and steadfast and unchanging in his nature, um, he is very in- incomprehensible. Yeah. And so we have this idea of hardened hearts of, you know, God's judgment, you know, these, these big things. So joined by Barrett Fisher, AKA Barfish, AKA Barfy. <laughs> Um, so Barfi, what do, what do you think about uh, this this passage? Um, I appreciate all the nicknames. Oh. They are many so, more to come. So endearing. <laughs> um, no, it is. I mean, I, I think you're exactly right. Like, um, you know, coming from the missions world, I mean, this would verse eight is one that like you you put on the yeah. poster. I mean, you you got it tattooed on your back when yeah. you worked for the MB, right? I think I did. But, yeah, yeah. But verses nine through thirteen, it's like, huh, what is that? Um, and, and so, you know, I I think this is why it's so good to read scripture in context and not just pull out something. Cause you could actually take from verses nine through 13 that, man, God is like a cruel God, like very harsh, you know? And sometimes people will portray like the God of the old Testament seems very different than the God of the new Testament or, or, or than Jesus. And, um, you know, and it, and it's, and it's not the case. Mm -hmm. However, I mean, we do we do get glimpses into God's character and how he deals with his people through passages like this. And so we have to understand that, you know, although we kind of parachuted into Isaiah 6 here, mm-hmm. um, you know, once the kingdom of Israel split after Solomon, uh, there were there was a succession of kings in both the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom who were mostly bad kings and just evil kings yeah. and Israel as a whole had become very evil. And so that's why when you read through some of these, what are called major and minor prophets, uh, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, and then you get into all the minor prophets, just the smaller, the smaller books of the prophets. 
you get a lot of words of judgment and it's, it's God's judgment and his wrath coming on his people because they have acted so wickedly. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's a, but it is a strange thing. You know, Isaiah is similar to the prophet Jeremiah. Both of them have, have this calling like this to go to the people of Israel, mm-hmm. but it's basically like, you're going to go to them and their eyes are going to be blinded mm-hmm. and their hearts are going to be closed off. Their ears are going to be heavy. Um, and, and you know, it, it's, it's God like bringing his judgment against his people. And he does that through his prophets. Yet, if you keep reading in the book of Isaiah, mm-hmm. it is full of grace mm-hmm. and it is full of the Lord's mercy. And it is full of, you know, even though he is going to cast them out of his presence into this, you know, crazy exile in a foreign land called Babylon, um, he will act on their behalf once again yeah. and he will bring them back into his presence. He will bring them back to mm-hmm. their land, to Jerusalem. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, it's just a very interesting passage. Totally. Well, you know, it, it can be hard for us to like sit with these ideas of, of God casting out in order to bring back in. Hmm. But, you know, here's the thing, like Isaiah, he, he talks so much. I mean, Isaiah uh, 56 is uh it's a famous uh well sorry not 56 um gosh oh it's 58 okay Isaiah 58 is yeah. the famous like true and false fasting and basically like what Isaiah gets into a, a lot is people who are perpetuating like religious piety and then turning around and oppressing the weak of the nation mm. and and so there's a lot of wickedness there's a lot of oppression there's uh, you know, just a lot of exploitation and that type of people cannot be called the, the people of God mm. and the kingdom of God. Mm. And, um, and that's good. That, that shows that God is a good God. And so, uh, God, you know, he has to separate himself from those people. Yeah. And ultimately it's a very self-inflicted separation, mm. um, of the people, mm. but, um, if you go to Isaiah one, you know, it, there's this very famous, um, you know, passage that come, uh, you know, verse 18 of chapter one, come now let's reason together, says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Hmm. And so verse one or chapter one, sorry, of Isaiah kind of sets up this big indictment, um, that leads to where we are in chapter six. Yeah. Um, and yet this opening invitation is like, basically what's wrong with y'all? Like y'all, you call me your God, but you mm. know, you're like a, a mule who won't respond to its owner. Right. And you know, you, uh, you won't seek justice. You won't correct oppression. You won't bring justice to the fatherless, you know, verse 17. Um, but come like, let's reason together. Yeah. And so the fact that God would, separate himself from a people like this in, in order to refine and then to right. to send atonement Isaiah 53 you know to to atone for these people to bring all nations in Isaiah 54 and 55 to bring all nations together to freely partake of his feast yeah you know what we're looking at is it's the dark part of of a very bright uh drama that isaiah is unfolding yeah i think so and um you know probably one of the most 
you know, vivid pictures of this in the New Testament is in Luke 15 mm-hmm. and the story of uh, what's traditionally called the prodigal son, mm-hmm. um, story of the lost son. I say traditionally because if you read Tim Keller's book, The Prodigal God, you can't ever call it the story of the prodigal yeah, son yeah, anymore. Very true. And so the story of the lost son, but it is, uh, it is, you know, I mean, that is the picture mm-hmm. that God, uh, you know, the father allows his son to go off in this extravagant lifestyle, waste all his money, you know, sow all the wild oats and then finds himself, you know, feeding slop to the pigs and like mm-hmm. eating the pig's food himself. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the father allows him to go away so that, one day he'll return. And when he does like the father, and this is who God is like the father is sitting there, runs to his son Mm -hmm. and welcomes him in, kills a fattened calf and Mm -hmm. and all the rest. And so that is the picture of God. But at, at times, you know, like it says here in our passage in Isaiah six, I mean, he allows, he allows Israel, he allows his people to go off and to, and to follow their way. Mm -hmm. Um, in you know in hopes that they will return one day yeah well it's a it's a heavy word and a good reminder um and you know just a good reminder to to seek the things of god to to not blind ourselves um and you know be be a part of that so for barrett fisher this is will carlisle we'll see you tomorrow on our daily rhythm thanks for listening to our daily rhythm I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.